everyone, welcome back to QSR Nation, your weekly source of food service marketing and business strategies for success. Here are your hosts, Josh, Beth, Tony, and Grant from the PFS Brands National Headquarters in Holt Summit, Missouri. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of QSR Nation. This morning, uh, one more podcast coming to you from uh, the Ameristar Casino here at the Grit Summit. Uh, it's me and Anthony here, and we have a guest that's joining us today, Mike Gamble with Well McLean. Is that right? Yep. Okay, Mike, uh, thanks for joining the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. So, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Uh, I was a contractor for about 19 years, came to work for the boiler manufacturer of while McLean ended up, um, I was also a naval reservist, working for the U.S. Navy for the Seabees. Well, thank you for and your service. I ended up in Iraq in 2003, so that was an interesting tour, but after uh, making it back, I uh, had to uh, pursue a career in permanent sales. <laughs> a, few, a few injuries doesn't allow you to keep uh, after your old uh, trade skills that I always had. So I learned to apply those trade skills into a sales role. Awesome. That's great. So, how long have you been uh, in your in your current industry and role now? Uh, I've been with uh, Wild McLean for 19 years as well. So, I've been doing this oh. overall 38 years combined. Awesome! Wow! Congratulations on that. That's a, that's a heck of a, a background there. So, tell us a little bit about what you're doing with Wild McLean and and how it can benefit folks in the food service industry. Sure. I. Um, I never thought about it before. I always thought of Wild McLean as another boiler manufacturer who just uh, manufactured a product who, you know, heated schools, municipalities, um, churches, and uh, major commercial applications. And, uh, you know, until recently, a few years back, we started getting into a, a different vertical market. And, uh, and it, it turned into a whole different avenue of opportunities, of which uh, the food industry was one of them that was really relative. Yeah, I know we talked a little bit before the podcast about how um, you guys have even helped with in some of the farming situation with the pasteurization process and making sure that those things are really held in check with solid equipment so that there's food safety from farm to table. Yeah, that's true. We, um, Denver, Colorado, I did um, um, a uh, cow farm and they were doing milk and they wanted to have the pasteurization, sanitize the lines, but also provide radiant heat in the slab for the cows to walk across. In, uh, in uh, Freeport, Illinois, I went to an egg farm where they utilized our high efficiency condensing boilers to actually uh, heat the building, but also in the processing of the eggs. So uh, it had a dual role and we started finding there was more and more of these vertical markets that uh, we could help people with. That's awesome. You know, I know that uh I don't think there's so much that goes behind this goes on behind the scenes that consumers usually don't even think about, which is probably good in a lot of cases, you know. <laughs> For sure. Oh, yeah. But um, but also, you know, as, as the suppliers to these manufacturers of finished goods that can come out, I mean, having people who are using the right equipment that can make sure that it's efficient, making sure that it's safe, you know, to give them the export, the output that they need to help create this good finished product I mean that that's really really key and that's something you guys are doing well in in this food service side oh yeah absolutely I think one of the things that got me a little bit curious about this stuff was uh, Brookfield Zoo actually had utilized our boiler with an indirect fired water heater 
for hose down, wash down, sanitary, stuff like that. And then that's what really got me thinking about this because here's a zoo that actually was setting the precedence that actually ended me up in the food industry. <laughs> and so, you know, there's all different aspects when it comes down to this. Uh, probably one of the, uh, a different avenue was getting involved in the breweries and distilleries. Oh, our favorite subject. Absolutely. <laughs> if you are partaking in uh, libations, uh, uh, there's a chance that some of them uh, locally that you have and some of the commercial companies are utilizing uh, Wild McLean uh, products, steam boilers, low pressure steam. We don't do high pressure, we're strictly a low pressure steam. Um, and, it, you know, we cut our teeth that's still utilizing our old cast iron from years ago that we started with in 1881. And we have one of four great cast iron foundries left in the United States today. Oh, wow. And so we are one of the companies can still say, cast iron boilers, we are still made in America. American owned and operated. That's that, that's a big thing. I know at least for me personally, I know for several of us, um, that you know, we, we look for that. We're, we're, we'd love to see a continuing innovation, you know, here in our own country that we can continue to support with those purchases. Uh, was the, so, in that brewery process, I mean, what type of like with the distilleries and stuff? I mean, is it just because I, I, I drink it, but I don't make it. So, I mean, what is that? What is that like distillery boiler? What, what does all that kind of incorporate and look like? The, the design of a of a brewery years ago is they used to take a burner and direct fire under a kettle. You know, it's kind of the old, here we are close to October, the old witch's brew, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, the problem is, is that it's hard to, when the energy transfers into the water, the temperature is different from the bottom to the top. Okay, so it's hard to control a constant temperature in that product. Mm -hmm. By utilizing a steam boiler and a double wall kettle, what they do is they provide the steam in the outer portion of the kettle, and you provide two injection points where they put the steam in, and they can control the temperature in the kettle and the product more consistently. So this is something that you look forward to in trying to make a quality product when you're putting it together. Whether it's a, whether you're making a, a whiskey, a, a vodka, or a beer, as well as pasteurizing um, eggs or milk. Right. You know, so you're in that same wheelhouse where you're trying to have very good consistency in controlling the temperature to make the best quality product you can. Yeah. Well, and consistency is key regardless of what you do because once a consumer tries that product, if, especially if they like it. They expect it to be the same experience the very next time and every time after that. Right. It's hard to it's hard to keep people consistent coming in and out of a restaurant if we can't be consistent in what we're producing to them, and those resources of those goods are a key role in that. Yeah. The extent of my uh, use with cast iron has basically only been like a cast iron skillet. <laughs> but I know like even cast iron skillets are, you know. No, well known for how, how well they are to be used for cooking and their and uh, the, the purposes that they serve. You can make a great steak. And we make all, you can make one meal inside of a cast iron skillet. So, but that, that it's very interesting to hear what what you're doing in your industry too. It's outside of our realm that we get to hear about every day. So. Well, yeah, and and honestly, I didn't know that the cast iron like. like was even being used in the breweries. I just figured everything was just copper, right. you know, and then and stainless and things like that, you know, just because it would be cheaper or you know, maybe more efficient. But there's probably something with the cast iron, like you're mentioning, you know, I mean, Grandma, you didn't wash your cast iron. I mean, you might rinse it out, but you didn't, you know, you didn't wash it. So <laughs> you're going to lose all that uh, seasoning. That's that you right. That's right. That's right. Well, Mike, we really appreciate you being able to be here with us today and everything. Where would be a, a great place if someone would have more information that they could reach out to you at? Sure. Uh, you could reach us at www.wile-mclean.com. That's spelled W-E-I-L hyphen 
mclain.com. Awesome. Well, we'll put a, a link in the podcast post, yeah. and that way, so folks can you know check it out. And uh, if they had any questions, they just ask for Mike Gamble, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, the, <laughs> I'm the commercial specialist, but there's a whole team, a slew of uh, technical support, and sales staff, and managers, and training. I mean, it, it's a it's an incredible feat of of, uh, of complicated uh, structure that you're going on in so many different windows. And there's, it takes everybody together to make it work. It well, really is. Everybody's an important cog in the wheel from the bottom to the top. Well, and, and those, those training aspects are so key, especially you mentioned you guys are working in the low-pressure side. You know, for folks that have ever been around boilers, I mean, those can be things that you just you don't want to you know be tampering with. You really need to know what's going on, especially in the high pressure because of the situation with the danger that and the volatility that could be incorporated there. But even on the low pressure side, you got to make sure that you know what you're doing. So get an expert to help you with those things. Absolutely. I mean, like we do high pressure on hot water, but we don't do high pressure on steam. We like the low pressure. It's a lot safer to work with. Absolutely. Well, again, thanks, Mike, for coming yep. by. And from Grit Summit, this would be. But it's just two of us it's now. Just, it's me and Anthony. Yeah, so Josh and Beth are off probably gambling. I yeah, think. we actually we need to get into the last, last <laughs> session of the day. I think Sean's <laughs> finally presenting. So yep. I guess we'll go in there and wrap this thing up. All right. You guys have a great one out there, and thanks for listening. And don't forget, follow us and subscribe and, uh, to QSR Nation on iTunes, SoundCloud. All that stuff. Yeah, all the good stuff. Thank you so much. Talk have to you a next great week. Today's episode is brought to you by Champs Chicken. For deals, discounts, and updates, check out champschicken.com slash connect. Be sure to stop by next week for another episode of QSR Nation. And be sure to check us out online at pfsbrands.com forward slash podcast. Podcast.